HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program was brought to you by MTC Kitchen, mutual trading company's online store. Hi, this is Celia Kutcher, host of Animal Instinct, and you are listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Welcome to Japan Eats. I'm your host, Akiko Katayama, a food writer and director of the New York Japanese Culinary Academy, which promotes a deep understanding of Japanese cuisine in America. We are broadcasting live from our studio at Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn. This show is all about Japanese food and food culture. We see sushi at every deli and supermarket, but what is beyond sushi? We hear dashi ramen yuzakaya, but what exactly are they? Japanese food is still a mystery for many people, and I will try to demystify it in this program with my cool guests. And my guest today is Yuji Haraguchi, who is the chef owner of Yuji Ramen and the Japanese breakfast restaurant Okonomi in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Yuji came to the studio a while ago and talked about his fish ramen, as well as his fish-themed Japanese breakfast at Okonomi. So today we'll explore Japanese fish culture even further and talk about the new fish manga, which Yuji is hoping to open sometime soon. Hello, Yuji. Uh, welcome back to, the, to Japanese. Thanks for having me. Great. Uh, so for our listeners who missed the episode two of this program, what is your background? Uh, when and why did you come to the U.S.? So my background is uh, uh, seafood. So I started in Boston uh, sourcing uh, fresh fish from the boat and supply to the restaurant. And also I imported a lot of quality fish from the Japanese uh, fish market, Skiji. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, uh, the true world It's like a Japanese fish importer and distributor. Yes. Right. And then I, I got to know you when you were doing demonstration at uh, food events, chef's events, and yeah. I was very impressed how passionate you were about the fish. So um, so how long did you become a restaurateur? So Okonomi is uh, almost uh, uh, two years old, yeah. and then uh, I started a pop-up two years before, so as my own business, it's four years, but uh, as a restaurant, it's two years. Mm-hmm. So uh, first of all, you became um, a ramen chef. That was March 2013. It was the Whole Foods Market Bari. You had a huge ramen, mm-hmm. but before you had a pop-up, yeah. right? And then May 2014, you opened uh, Okonomi, mm-hmm. which is during the day, uh, breakfast and lunch, you serve Japanese-style 
breakfast mm -hmm. and uh, at night it turned to be Yuji ramen yes right okay perfect so and by the way both uh, the the economy is in Williamsburg so um, what is the concept of Yuji ramen why did you start it so uh, so ramen was not my uh, favorite uh, food to eat uh, growing up but I just saw the huge opportunity of this ramen trend uh, growing in the United States and also the combination of underutilized local fish that I was able to source. Mm. So I thought that that would be an amazing uh, product if mm. I combine uh, those underutilized utilized uh, domestic seafood right. uh, combination uh, with ramen. Mm. So it was just a way to challenge uh, the potential of the domestic seafood. Mm, interesting, because uh, ramen has been popular for the last 10 years mm -hmm. or so, and then usually it's pork or uh, meaty Still, yeah, toppings. it's heavy on meat, yes. Right, mm. so you, um, because of your background as a fishmong, mm. fish distributor and importer, you knew ramen could be great with fish. Yeah, like a lot more interesting, yeah, mm. and then more creative. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what kind of uh, ramen do you, fish ramen do you serve at the So ramen? Uh, one of the newest ramen that we serve at Huge Ramen, it's called uh, Tunakotsu. Uh, it is very similar to tonkotsu, which is a pork-based broth. Mm -hmm. It's very creamy, very thick, silky, a sort of a coatier mouth. And so we were able to create a similar um, uh type of broth only with the tuna bones. Mm. So we call it tuna kotsu instead of uh, tonkotsu. Right. Yeah, it's, it's a 100% pescatarian uh, tonkotsu style uh, broth, mm. but just made with only tuna. Right. And the kotsu means bones, so it's a really fully yeah, it, it is flavored really. with tuna bones. And <laughs> yes. I had it. I, I was so happy with it. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I had it twice already. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, anything else? Like, uh, you know, like, uh, I think one thing... It's a shabu shabu shio ramen. Yes, shabu shabu shio ramen is uh, very popular. We slice uh, a white fish very thin and then ask customers to dip the sashimi into the hot broth mm -hmm. and then lightly cook the fish and enjoy with a noodle. Just the same way you enjoy the shabu shabu hot pot. Right, mm. but nobody applied that cooking method to ramen before, so that's your original. Thing. Yeah, original thing. Yeah. Right. It's amazing. Mm. And uh, so what about the economy, the concept of economy? concept of economy is the uh, 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 local uh, Japanese uh, breakfast, but a focus on the uh, seasonal uh, domestic uh, vegetables and uh, seafood. Mm -hmm. So there is no menu. You just come in, and then we just serve the fish, roast it uh, based on what was available in the morning. Mm. So okay. customer coming, just choose the fish. Mm. Yeah, very simple. So um, it's a very traditional style. Like even my grandparents' mm. generation's traditional healthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a more the idea of a balanced meal. So you have a, a combination of ra uh, starch, rice, soup, protein, and vegetable. Mm -hmm. So the important idea is you have you start the day with a balanced uh, diet. Mm. Okay. And uh, so and then you cook, uh, usually you have three styles, right? The shioyaki, salt roasted, mm -hmm. and uh, saikyo miso, it's a sweet miso coated, mm -hmm. and the sake kasu, with sake leaves. Yeah, and also and kobujime. the kobujime. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. right. So the diversity, it's very simple, freshest mm -hmm. fish yep. you, you, you have from the market in the, the morning yep. and serve it. Yeah, so we just uh, come up with uh, a way to season or marinate based on the condition in the morning. Mm, okay. And what is the reaction of customers to Japanese breakfast that you serve at Okonomi? Because not many people eat fish for breakfast in this country. Mm, yeah. So interesting about the New York City is that we have so many uh, people from all over the world. 
and then a lot of our customers in New York City have been to Japan many times and have good memories of eating Japanese breakfast in Japan. So when I talk about Japanese breakfast to our customers, they already understand what it is, and they were just hoping to have something like this in the United States. So I was very happy to know that I'm providing something that's missing and something that people have been hoping to have in, in India, New York City. Right. It's interesting because um, even for most of Japanese people living in Japan, they don't have breakfast restaurants, not so many. Yeah, like I was hoping to like、uh, find something like that in Japan when I was in Japan last year, but actually it was really hard, and then、uh, it's actually something that you eat at home. <laughs> right, yeah. Right, and unless you stay at the expensive hotel.、Mm, yeah, part、it. of the、uh, hotel.、Yeah. Right, okay. And the other, way, other day I was at the Okonomi and having breakfast, and then I, I looked up, you know, looked around, and then the whole room was filled with non Japanese、mm. hipsters and using chopsticks like very skillfully. And having good conversations、mm-hmm. as if they are like in pizza place.、Mm-hmm. So I was so glad that、uh, that quintessential Japanese breakfast is so, so well accepted、mm-hmm. in this country.、Right. Um, so um, fish is the backbone of your business, right? Throughout.、Mm-hmm. And wh- why do you think it's important to serve fish or eat fish for your customers? I think it's just uh, uh, so important to have a balanced.、Uh, Uh, diet, but balanced、uh, nutrition for your everyday meal.、Mm. And I just always thought that the,、uh, the way you could have fish for your diet was a lot of times with the、uh, sushi.、Mm. And then you go to restaurants and then you have like five, six entrees, and then you just see only one or two、uh, fish options.、Mm. And then I thought that the, uh, uh, it is just.、Uh, And at the same time,、uh, especially New York City is right next to the Atlantic Ocean. There are so many amazing seafood available, but people don't have that、um, uh, opportunity uh,、mm. to include、uh, more seafood into the,、uh, their daily、uh, diet.、Mm. Interesting.、Mm. Um, so if you go to Japan and then go to any supermarket, there's a huge section of really fresh,、mm-hmm. not fishy, like oceanic、mm-hmm. scent of fish all over. The- And it's so easy, it's so accessible、mm-hmm. in Japan. Yeah, fish, but,、uh, yeah, but my view was it's as accessible in New York.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't have the place to provide、right. such an、uh, opportunity.、Mm-hmm. Okay. And、uh, what is,、uh, you mentioned、uh, it's balanced diet, but what is the health benefit of eating fish? So、uh, I think there are a lot of、uh, different types of meat. And then、uh, I. Do not have a very strong view on which fish has more nutrition, but I think it's just always important to have balanced diet,、mm. uh, meat versus fish, and also the fish itself as well. Like,、uh, you, cannot, you shouldn't just have one type of fish for every day.、Mm. You have a t a i l fish today, you have a Spanish mackerel tomorrow, you have a porgy the day after.、Mm. I think it's just very important to have a variety、mm. of. Uh, of、uh, protein and also variety within that protein, whether、right. it's a meat or whether it's a fish.、Mm-hmm. Okay. I just remembered、uh, one of my、uh, friends who's a sushi chef,、mm. and、uh, he cooks in America, and he was so mad because certain customers just order tuna、mm-hmm. and it's not balanced.、Mm-hmm. And also, the supply is limited,、mm-hmm. so there's no mindset of sharing in the community of precious fish.、Mm-hmm. So, it kind of implies it's important to have balanced.、Mm-hmm. Right,、um, consumption of fish. And、uh, yeah, so the fish,、um, 
I was looking at some uh, numbers. So, I mean, basically, the fish is good because there is uh, omega-3 fatty acids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, there are two types of omega-3 fatty acids in fish, like EPA, in, typically in sardine, and DHA, in mackerel, mm. like really umami-rich fish. And, uh, and also good, uh, full of vitamin D. Mm-hmm. And... A low in uh, courses of uh, omega three, omega six fatty acids. That's low in those fish, and also um, there is a number, two thousand nine figure uh, per consumption, uh, the uh, per, per country consumption of fish. So Japan was one hundred twenty pa- uh, pounds per year per person, and the U.S. it's fifty two pounds per year per person. So uh, Japanese people eat more than double. Mm. And uh, I was looking at uh, the life expectancy number, which is 2013 data. So Japan, male, it's average 84, the male 80, female 87 years old, and U.S. Uh, 79 years old average, and male 76, and female 81. And there's a correlation between uh, the consumption of fish and the life expectancy. So Japan, Iceland, Norway, Spain, all they have longer life expectancy and the uh, top consumption mm. of fish so we should eat fish if fish live longer <laughs> <laughs> right, that's basically the way. so now um, you're planning to open a fishmonger in New York City mm-hmm. and uh, you're currently running a Kickstarter campaign so why would you like to open a retail store to sell seafood so I think um, when I was thinking about uh, this huge potential of domestic underutilized seafood, I thought that it is first very important to make people realize and aware that those fish taste good. Mm-hmm. So someone had to cook, prepare those fish in a way that people would uh, feel comfortable and people would feel familiar with and people would uh, taste uh, good mm. yeah so that's why i started uh yuji ramen so y- using ramen as a vessel to convey mm. those underutilized seafood in a very delicious way mm. and then the open economy so uh serving a fish in the form of ramen has a limit but uh, having roasted fish available opens up more um more opportunity for more uh, fish. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So those so were the. I have a question. Mm. So when you were working at uh, uh, the, uh, the fish distributor, um, did you get frustrated because there's so many different kinds of fish with Japanese company, right? Yeah. And then you, I know you sold uh, fish to many American mm-hmm. restaurants. So did they tend to order the same kind of fish, or how was the? Because you, you found your mission, you have to educate people mm-hmm. to eat more fish. Right. right? So, like, uh, what was amazing was that at first I focused on importing uh, uh, fish from a Tsukiji mm. market to uh, fine dining uh, restaurants, and they really appreciated the quality and how it comes in, mm. the way we handle, the way we deliver. But at the same time, uh, those fish. Uh, it takes longer to arrive to a restaurant compared to uh, uh, fr- from when they were caught. Right. However, they come in in a better, sh- um, better 
condition mm-hmm. than the domestic uh, fish, which mm-hmm. was much, which is much much closer to the customers. Right. So, but uh, when you see the fish right off the boat, the mm-hmm. condition of the fish as just as good as the one that you see in a Tsukiji fish market. Mm-hmm. But the quality change happens. Uh, by the people who handle it. Mm-hmm. So that was the biggest uh, challenge and uh, uh, obstacle that I wanted to sort of fix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, look at fish that people catch in the United States are as good as fresh as the fish you see in Japan. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a huge misunderstanding. The fish in Japan better than the one in the US. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's true. They're as good. The, the one that makes the difference is the people who handle it and the mm-hmm. chef who cooks it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Um, so, actually, I have a. Yeah, Mr. Katsutokuga, he's a friend of mine. He's a, an experienced fishmonger at the Nishimaru USA, mm. uh, which sells fish to great restaurants like yours as well as like Sushi Nakazawa.、Mm. And said、uh, the distribution system of fish in this country is very different from that in Japan. For instance, American distributors use 50 pound fish container filled with lots of ice. And as a result, fish in the bottom is almost always、mm. damaged.、Mm-hmm. On the other hand, in Japan, each fish is packed in a separate container that fits the size of the fish. So, you know, it's a huge difference. Yeah, it's just more the respect. And then、uh, people treat each fish、mm. as one living thing.、Right. Whereas people catch a lot of fish in the net.、Mm. So you don't see individual fish within the net. I think、right. that's a very big difference.、Mm. Like、more people in Japan catch fish with a hand line.、Mm. With more, fish, more, more fishermen in the US catch fish with a net because it's more、uh, effective. Right. Yeah. More efficient. Efficient, yeah. Right.、Mm. Um, okay. So,、uh, what kind of、uh, you know, ideas do you have to conquer that challenge in distribution system? Right. So, it is really hard to challenge the distribution system、mm-hmm. because the way it's been done and then the history.、Mm-hmm. But、uh, I have realized that. There has to be a change from the both sides, from the consumer side and also the distributor, I mean the fisherman side. But、uh, I just, I was in between as a distributor. And then、uh, with uh, thinking about myself, I just thought that I could make much bigger、uh, influences from the、uh, restaurant side.、Mm-hmm. So、uh, the, f- the way the fish is、uh, cleaned, handled, portioned, stored in a restaurant. It's a lot different from the way it is done in Japan.、Mm-hmm. But、uh, I can do that, uh, uh, I can make the changes because I just do it、mm-hmm. and educate my staff to apply the same method.、Mm-hmm. You know? So I wanted to, my vision is to sort of、uh, start from the bottom, bottom up, like uh, create uh, the demand for the、uh, higher quality fish from the distribution side.、Mm-hmm. While we're、uh, trying to do our best to cut fish, clean, it, clean the fish.、Mm. So, there are a lot of、uh, quality improvement that we can do without changing the distribution、mm. as it is、right. from at the restaurant side. So,、mm. I'm just try, trying to focus on what you can do in a restaurant after you receive the fish in order to sort of maximize its quality and、mm. keep the freshness. So, like, my、uh, vision for Osakana is、uh, the, the name of my fish store is we're gonna have a really nice、uh, fish retail shop、uh, together with the、um, fish education classes for those customers who want to learn 
about cooking fish at home or cutting fish at home or those young passionate cooks who don't have much opportunity to learn about fish butchering in a very traditional Japanese way. So uh, I'm going to try. I'm, I'm, will, I'm very excited to make that kind of a small impact from the uh, restaurant,、mm. the retail consumer side. Right. Okay. So that means、uh, the consumers really can find, oh, wow, this is possible. This kind of quality is possible in this、right. country. And also, do you think you can affect you know, distributors? Exactly. Side yeah, yeah. So if consumers see more value, if consumers start uh, seeing uh, the respect into the fish, I think you know, distribution side and the fisherman side、uh, will. Uh, sort of see that happening, and then they're gonna try to do what they can do best on their side.、Mm. So, if the both sides, consumer side and the distribution side, do their best, I think the, the whole thing would change、mm. much, much,、uh, much, much faster. Fantastic, because、um, I understand some、uh, you know, chefs in New York prefer getting fish from Skiji because of the quality,、mm-hmm. even if it's、uh, more pricey.、Mm-hmm. So, if that happens, if、uh, the quality Fish can be available,、mm-hmm. um, you know, fish suppliers can find you can sell at a higher price.、Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, exactly. A, it's very interesting、yeah. because, like,、uh, even in Japan,、uh, there were some fish who were,、uh, that were not used for sushi before, such as、uh, kimedai or akamutsu, which are the bottom water fish, but it's very oily. So those fish were caught in a net. A long time ago, but a lot of high end sushi restaurants started asking those fish for sushi quality. So the fishermen changed their fishing method to use hand line for、mm, those fish. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So that's why you go to a sushi restaurant, you order kimedai and akamutsu, it's very, very pricey.、Mm. Yeah, because it's caught,、uh, usually caught with a hand line. Right. Yeah, and it's、so. deep water, so it's a lot of work to catch、uh, deep water fish with a、uh, line, hand line.、Mm. But it's worth it. It's wor- yeah, but, but the important thing is you keep the quality. Yeah. Right. And、uh, I think in this program, a couple of times I mentioned、uh, ikejime, which is a、mm-hmm. technique to maintain fish freshness. Right. It's by, you know,、uh, executed by fishermen.、Mm-hmm. And I heard、uh, some fishermen started to learn the technique because、mm-hmm. the fish、uh, went through ikejime, sells at much higher price.、Mm-hmm. So、yeah, I think the important thing is to,、uh, for the consumers to let the fishermen know that. The people are willing to pay higher prices for the quality caught fish.、Mm. Okay. So、um, you said that it's going to be、uh, Osakana, that's the name of the new fishmonger. Yes. So what's the, what's the meaning of it? So、uh, Sakana means、uh, fish, and then、uh, O, adding O,、uh, meaning that it, it just means、uh, owner your fish.、Mm. Mm. Respect and Respect、honor. your fish. That's the, what Osakana means.、Mm. So, it's、uh, you're responsible for the life of fish and you cook it well.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, so people need to. Uh, uh, so, when it comes to the fish market in the、uh, United States, the fish is over displayed.、Mm. So, the people、uh, are not going to look at each fish as an individual.、Mm. So, we're going to try to focus on individual fish.、Mm. So, we're going to sell fish one at a time. Okay, right. And、uh, here is a quote from your Kickstarter、mm. uh, statement. So, while New York has witnessed flour-、uh, flourishing of artisanal butcher shops,、uh, the number of local fish purveyors has diminished. Despite the city's proximity, proximity to the Atlantic Ocean, our aim is to help diversity,、uh, diversify the local food economy and revive the city's connection with its neighboring ocean. 
So it's kind of like food chain and you try to go back to the natural food supply system. Yeah, I think the important thing is uh, uh, balanced, like I keep saying balanced, but balanced uh, seafood consumption will definitely help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then respect for uh, individual fish, use the whole fish, cleaning it well, scaling it well, sharpening a knife, that kind of respect and manners have to be in place before people even talk about what is okay to catch, what is not okay to catch. Mm. Because if you have that respect uh, for any kind of fish, you catch those fish less because you utilize the entire fish. Mm. If you go to a seafood market, a lot of fish, for example, farmers uh, market too, those fish are all caught in a boat and then they go to a processing factory and mm-hmm. they fillet everything, skin off everything, mm-hmm. and they just sell the fillet in a bucket at the um, farmer's market. Right. And then uh, you start, um, you're not going to see what's being thrown away before you see the fillet. Mm-hmm. You can take so much flavor, you can feed so many people with what's already being thrown away mm-hmm. but it is not trash if as a whole people right. are separate fish and they decide what is not trash what is trash mm-hmm. so that's uh, the sort of a mentality that I want to sort of a challenge by showcasing whole fish we're going to break it apart we're going to sell it individually mm-hmm. we educate customer what they can do right. if they're not comfortable we're going to provide a class so they can come and learn mm-hmm. It's interesting because I, I uh, the other day I was speaking to uh, one of the chefs who can butcher, and he prefers to butcher and train his whole cooks mm. because it turns out if you have a uh, whole butchering in uh, at the restaurant, the there's much less waste because they mm. respect, they yeah, realize. You, you it comes see from the face, you have to do something with it. Right. <laughs> if you don't see face, you're not gonna care. Right. And the consumers are actually paying for those uh, trash. And That's those, true. yeah, those those weight are already on top of the meat that you're paying. Mm-hmm. So you're paying for the entire fish, but you're not getting the entire fish. Right. Also, that garbagey part, mm-hmm. like tail and head, like we say, most mummy. So yeah, it's a lot of flavor. Like the tail part has a lot of muscle right. because that's where the muscle all come together. So it has more flavor, and you just have to know what's the most efficient way to portion the fish from the whole fish, and also what what else you can do. We make broth, we marinate it, we make sashimi. You, there are so many different uh, applications you can do with whole fish. Mm. Okay, that's wonderful. All right, so let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about how Yuji wants to create a community space at Doko Sakana. So please stay with us. Mutual Trading Kitchen is run by New York Mutual Trading, a premier specialist for wholesale Japanese food and restaurant supplies since 1926. They're a one-stop shop for all your Japanese culinary needs. 
They have a range of quality Japanese knives, sharpening stones, kitchenware, tableware, and shelf-stable food, and are conveniently located in Midtown Manhattan near Grand Central Station. Although they specialize in wholesale distribution, this venue is open to the public, and they showcase artisan tableware that is only available in the showroom. Check out their website at mtckitchen.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Japan Eats, broadcasting live from our studio in Bushwick, Brooklyn. I'm your host, Akiko Katayama, and my guest today is Yuji Haraguchi, who is the chef-owner of Yuji Ramen and a Japanese breakfast restaurant, Okonomi, in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. So, um, you mentioned the diversity of fish offerings at your new fishmonger, Osakana. So, and there's a study that um, global fish supply will run out by 2030 if you keep eating fish at this increasingly fast pace, and we'll have to rely on farm, farm to fish. So, so um, I heard that uh, globally, about 85% of fish stocks are said to be fully exploited, overexploited, depleted, or slowly recovering. So,、um, could you tell us the issue of diversity in fish consumption? So, diversity in the fish consumption, I think、uh, it is just、uh, to your willingness、mm-hmm. to try something that you haven't seen.、Mm-hmm. Something,、um, right. Yeah, because like, uh, uh, people are eating some particular、uh, type of fish. And too much so that the, the balance in、mm-hmm. ecology is、uh, crushed. So, as long as、uh, people、uh, keep the、uh, diversity in the、mm-hmm. consumption, and, then, and also、uh, the important thing is you utilize more.、Mm-hmm. If you are just eating the meat,、mm-hmm. if you're not using, utilizing the rest of the part, like in average, 30% or 40% of the Uh, entire fish is being thrown away,、mm-hmm. which is the guts, bones, and the head. But you can do a lot more with that part.、Mm. Right. And if you go to a you know, typical restaurant in New York City, you almost always find salmon filet、mm-hmm. and nothing else. Like, you know, where, where else? Which、right. other part? And then the、mm-hmm. consumers are expecting to see the fish to come in, in the exactly same shape. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing that restaurant needs to challenge.、Uh, people say, I don't want to have a bone in my fish, but the fish comes with a bone and it tastes better if it's cooked with a bone.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, then that limits the trimming of the fish if you don't mind just to break through the bones and then just eat the、uh, meat out of the bone.、Mm. Just like people do with the ribeye. Yeah, it just so much、uh, tastes better because that's where the fat is. So the, my,、um, uh, so the diversity is not always about、uh, eating all different kinds of fish, but also eating all different parts of the fish.、Mm. Your willingness to do extra work. Right.、Yeah. Okay. Right. So that reminds me of,、uh, you know, Dan Barber at、ah. Blue Hill Stone Barns, a Blue Hill restaurant in West Village. He、mm. served a wasted dinner for 21 days, and every night he served wasted, usually wasted、mm. um, ingredients, beautifully cooked. Right. So that's the same idea. And,、um, so, do you have any examples of fish that, you,、um, that is local and under consumed? And、uh, you know, tasty. So, there are a lot of、uh, fish that I can name. Yeah.、Uh, so, one of them is、um, bluefish. 
bluefish is known as a sport fishing and then you don't see that so much in a restaurant or uh, at the seafood market it is because the bluefish has a really high um, blood content in the body which is really good for the flavor but you have to process and then eat it uh, right away mm. and then also another thing is the uh, uh, porgy porgy is a type of red snapper mm. in Japanese it's called uh, tai, madai it is really really delicious uh, fish uh, however it's a lot of work to clean they have mm. a really really strong uh, scale and a lot of bones so I don't I see the um, porgy being served as much but uh, the domestic local uh, Long Island porgy are very, very fresh and also very uh, oily. Mm. Uh, so uh, at my restaurant, I serve uh, porgy a lot. And mm. then uh, those, are, those two fish, I will say, are the very um, typical, underutilized, but delicious yeah, right. yeah, local yeah. fish. Whenever mm. I find uh, bluefish at your restaurant, I tend to order it because it's, uh, it's full of uh, omega-3, mm. like rich, yeah, it's like like a, beautiful oil. Like a mackerel, mm, right. a similar type of meat. Yeah, so, and it's like a flaked texture. Mm. Right. Okay. And uh, so the, uh, the one of the biggest differences between Osaka and other fishmongers, including Japan, you... You have the idea of offering a community space right. that you you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. So, um, what kind of plans do you have? Yeah, so the community place uh, aspect uh, is represented in offering uh, different types of uh, classes. Mm-hmm. And then we're gonna. I think important thing is to sort of uh, like create classes based on uh, people's uh, comfort levels. Mm-hmm. I mean, cooking classes. Co- yeah, cooking classes, yes. And knife classes, too? Or? Yeah, so knife is a very important uh, part of your cooking. And then, uh, so I'm going to uh, start with uh, the importance of uh, selecting the right kinds of knife and how to maintain it. And then I'm going to make it in a way so that it's easier to do at home. But if you want to do it in a professional way, uh, we're going to also provide another class mm-hmm. for more professional uh, preparation. Mm-hmm. So uh, so I don't want people to think that it's going to be too difficult, but I'm going to make it uh, available for any um, levels of your uh, cooking experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that yeah, if you come in and tell us, this is what I want to learn, so we're going to provide the class um, based on that specific type mm-hmm. of food. Um, Say, for instance, if I open the door of Osakana and then, oh, wow, I've never seen this fish, mm-hmm. so I can ask questions, what kind of yeah. fish, what kind of taste, that's mm-hmm. like education number one, mm-hmm. and then how can I cut it and how can I cook it? So right. you, that's another extension of the actual yeah, classes. Yeah. So like the classes, like, you know, the, our service will be by the, the chef, who are being trained at Okonomi right now, so they are very knowledgeable about the way the fish is cut, how it is, and also we can also recommend to customers what they can do with that particular type of fish. That's mm-hmm. already your education through a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're gonna always get that experience without taking the classes. Mm-hmm. But if you wanna go deeper, we'll have it available for you too. Right. Yeah. Okay, including the knife lab classes. Yes. Right. Yeah. And uh, the I'm curious how you procure. Uh, Fresh fish, like you have Nishimaru company, yeah. and usually it's it's exclusively local fish. Yeah, so 
I would say like 90% or more、uh, East Coast、uh, American、uh, water wild fish、mm-hmm. and then delivered by truck. So that's like one thing that I realized working at the fish company, where people pay so much money on the transportation.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if we、uh, focus on、uh, domestic fish、uh, delivered by truck, customer save money,、mm. and then that opens up more、uh, windows for customers.、Mm. Yeah. Okay, that sounds great. And、uh, so, according to the Kickstarter page, you may be able to open the ramen bar within Osakana. What is the idea? So,、uh, like I have explained,、uh, the bones. And the head are 20%, 30%, maybe sometimes more、uh, weight of the whole fish.、Mm-hmm. So, the best way to utilize those、uh, parts are making a stock.、Mm, which dashi, already, dashi, stock. yes.、Right. Yeah, which always do at an economy.、Mm-hmm. So, as much bones, head we get from the fish we serve to customers at the retail shop, we're going to make a broth and then we're going to serve it in, in the back of the uh, fish uh, retail shop.、Mm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that customer g e t whole advantage.、Mm. So it's going to be a six seat ramen bar, and、uh, you can just go in and enjoy. Yeah, yeah like anytime, basically. Yeah. Okay. And also, you may be able to open a fish omakase restaurant within Osakana if you get enough funding. <laughs> We, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that'll be a challenge, but uh, uh, I'm going to you know, first focus on the fish retail and、okay. education,、mm-hmm. and then if we have、uh, enough. Fund, uh, we could make a、uh, sitting area、mm. and then the dinner service as well.、Right. Yeah. I like the description. So,、uh, we can fully build out a kitchen and acquire a liquor license. Our dream is to create a space for makase dinners that will pair exciting preparation of seafood and sashimi with assorted Japanese whiskeys. <laughs> I hope it's going to happen. <laughs> just, like, just like whiskeys. <laughs> it's like a dream, but you know, it doesn't have to happen right away. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dream big. Yeah, dream it's going to happen if、yes. you do. <laughs> Okay, so when, when is、uh, the timeline? What, what's your timeline? So, yeah, so my Kickstarter campaign, Osakana, is happening right now. We、mm-hmm. have about 24 days left until the end of March. And then I have a really, really kind, land, a nice landlord waiting for our campaign to succeed. And then if this one goes well,、uh, we're going to start the construction in April. Which is going to be about two months or so, and then hopefully by mid June or late June,、mm-hmm. we can have this、uh, retail shop available、mm-hmm. for you. Okay,、mm-hmm. so when is t going to be the exact location? Our location is on Graham and then Powers.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's、so right next to the, yeah, it's right next to the、uh, Action Burger. <laughs> okay, yeah. Right, and uh, it's uh, you know, the Williamsburg.、Uh, LL train, Bedford Avenue, and next one, Lorimer. The third one is Graham Avenue. Yep, so, so it's, it's going to be a couple minutes away from yeah, the yeah. station. Yeah, and it's also close to our good friend, of,、uh, Meat Hook. That's, yeah, Meat、uh, Shop that they opened recently.、Mm-hmm. It's like four, five blocks away. So、right. you can have a nice meat, you can have a nice fish on the same street.、Mm. Yeah. And Meat Hook,、uh, they have the same mindset of really yeah, responsible. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm very inspired by what they do.、Mm-hmm. They, try to, they get the whole animal from local. Uh, organic uh, farm, and they use all parts of the meat and、mm-hmm. trying to educate customers about different types of cuts. And then we also、uh, get the bones from them. So it's really, really nice、uh, 
uh, work relationship right. and I admire what they do a lot. Mm, so collaboration yeah. kind of, right? Okay. Um, so listeners, if you'd like to buy freshest local fish, enjoy users' fresh fish classes and dine at this new omakase bar, uh, please go to kickstarter.com and search for Osakana. It's O-S-A-K-A-N-A. That's O-S-A-K-A-N-A, Osakana. And uh, outside this new project, uh, you've done interesting pop-up dinners in Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. So can you talk about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, as, as part of the challenge, and then uh, um, we try to... Uh, we've been doing a pop-up uh, ramen shop in Tokyo. Mm. So we I, we believe strongly that the, uh, the kind of ramen that we make at mm. our, our restaurant is very unique and very uh, good. So I always want to provide and introduce what we do to the people in Tokyo. Mm. Yeah, so we did a pop-up twice last year. The, both of them are well-received. And then we work with the Tsukiji Fish Market that time. So it was very, very nice to see amazing quality fish. Mm. We broke everything down, and then we just recreated the entire menu in mm. one day. Okay. Yeah, it was a really, really nice challenge. Right. So, then, but mm. then they found you to be a partner at their restaurant, or how did it work? So interesting is, like, uh, this restaurant in Tokyo, the owner, uh, Yuki Aoyama-san, uh, Aoya, she came and ate at my restaurant, but I didn't know who she was. Mm. And my wife recognized her, and then we just started talking, and then she invited us to uh, do a pop-up at her restaurant. Mm. And then a month later, there was a Japanese guy eating at my restaurant breakfast, and we were talking about fish, and it turned out that he was one of the vendors at the Tsukiji Fish Market. Mm. And he was like, anytime you're going to need a fish, in Tokyo, contact me. So I connected those two um, uh, things together. Wow. Yeah. So it was amazing, yeah. Mm. So it sounds like fish ramen is now new to Japan, but then I they so. really yeah. find it it's really interesting mm-hmm. and valuable. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so you're doing both, educating this market and the Japanese market as well. So. Yeah, yes. Uh, more that I want to share what I know. More that yeah, just just way um, to you know enjoy uh, your life. It's more like a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm just like trying to share with people who mm-hmm. are you know seeing the same value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you're gonna keep doing it? Yeah, I'm gonna just keep moving forward and then uh, just to try to be the one to provide the solutions to everybody's mm. uh, daily obstacles. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, uh, all right. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having me again. Yeah. And good luck with opening Osakana. Yes, please help okay. me. Yeah, <laughs> with I the think Kickstarter you, campaign. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah. I think it's really necessary and I think somebody should uh, I'm sure it's like a lot of New Yorkers want to have a good fish mother. Yeah. Right. I think it's uh, Kickstarter especially is a great way to like um, introduce customers mm-hmm. to be part of this uh, project. So I'm very uh, excited and enjoy uh, running this Kickstarter campaign. Mm-hmm. Explain this campaign to the customers. Customer already know. Customer love it. So I'm very excited. Yeah. Okay. Great. So listeners, uh, if you're interested in using this other work and this project, please visit uh, okonomibk.com. That is O K O N O M. 
okonomibk.com. It's okonomibk.com. And you can find the link to your Kickstarter campaign yep. too. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. And if you have any questions or comments about the show, please contact us at heritagevideonetwork.org. And by the way, we just launched a beautiful new website, so please visit our page. And Japan Eats is live at 3 p.m. on Mondays and always available at heritagevideonetwork.org, iTunes, and Stitch Act Podcasts. Today's show was made possible by New York Mutual Trading Company's NYC Kitchen. And our engineer is David Sutatasiore. And thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.